welcome to episode nine of Kathy's Wild Heart. This episode is the Hippie Camper, <laughs> which I think is a pretty, really cool name anyway. Um, and this is um, a friend of mine <laughs> and her son. It's a business that they have together. They're partners in it together. And it's um, it's really, really cool. Um, we'll, we'll get a little bit more into it as we go, but the Hippie Camper is a local food truck here in Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, our guests are the owners, Lou Ann Hardy and Garrett Hardy, mother and son team. So Thank hello you. to you guys. Thanks for having us. We also have a mutual friend here today, Leah Fox, mm-hmm. who may charm, chime in here occasionally and talk about what her favorite dishes are and and that kind of thing, too, because mm-hmm. we've all frequented you guys quite a few times, you. and you come to the studio and, and all that. So um, I guess the best place to start is how did this get started? Uh, well, it was kind of a combination of both of our ideas. Uh, with her being vegan and me just kind of wanting to get into the just kind of own some kind of business in general and get out of the cube life so uh once i realized there was a a missing piece in huntsville as far as plant-based fully vegan uh, we decided to go with the food truck model because Mm -hmm. it was a little cheaper and mobile and uh once we determined that we wanted to do the the food truck we wanted had to figure out kind of uh, what we wanted it to look like. So the right. camper kind of came along as we did some traveling and we went to Chattanooga and Asheville and just different other other cities in the south that are similar to Huntsville. And uh, we noticed that they had multiple vegan options and plant-based options uh, as a restaurant. So uh, after doing that, we, we noticed a few were, were campers. So uh, we kind of took that idea and ran with it and put a whole kitchen in one instead of just like serving out of one. Right. We we put the, the Jeep around it and the name around it and everything kind of flows together. Well, the camper is super cute. Yeah. And I mean, who stuff. doesn't love these little vintage campers right. that yeah. we get to redo and everything? And honestly, when I saw you guys, the first time I saw you was at the little Green Street Market up here. And I'm like, what is that? You know, I just wanted to go check out the camper. And then right. when I saw that it was vegan, which is, you're right, something that we needed here. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're not vegan, like I'm not vegan, I'm not a practicing vegetarian, but I have spells where I feel I need to eat vegan. I need to eat vegetarian. I need to clean myself and, and nurture myself that way. And when you don't have those options here, you're kind of left to your own devices, and I don't have the ability to work the food magic that you do. <laughs> so um, it's first of all the camper. Kudos for that. So Thank did you. did y'all have to like go find the perfect little camper and search it out and do a remodel oh, and yeah. all yeah. that, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we found somebody who redid campers, and he had an old one, and reached out to me and said that he could make it a truck for us. So. It was in South Mississippi, so we had to travel every month about six hours and get an update and send them equipment and, you know, just constantly check in for the process. Yeah, it was about a year process of... Wow. Yeah. We wanted to visit it and seeing all the updates and adding, you know, what we wanted in there. And and I'm such an impatient person, so <sighs> for hard. me, I would be like, that yeah, would be... It was and hard. We, hard. we were telling people about it, and they were like, oh, okay, well, until we actually had it here, it really wasn't, you know believable right well it is cute so uh, the name 
So when I first saw the name, I, I just thought hippie, like, you know, hippie, like a vegetarian, vegan hippie. But mm-hmm. then I looked at the name and I'm like, okay, there's a spin on the name too. Mm-hmm. So that was creative. Did y'all come up with that together or was there a yeah. brainstorm? I mean, we had 10 or 12 different names that we kept bouncing off. And, and once I got the Jeep, it's kind of like a color of an English P almost. Okay. So it kind of went with the whole, we were going to go with that color and, and we just kind of tweak the, the hippie word a little bit to kind of be a little double entendre. So it, uh, I think it stands out and it's 50% of the people still say hippie Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still yeah it hasn't caught yet but it was it actually won't. doug that brought it to my attention the spelling and yeah. i was like well that's even that's really phonetically it's it if you say hip and then p you know hippie but yeah. you know, some people mm-hmm. the way it's spelled they say hippie well <laughs> for everybody listening let's just call it <laughs> the hippie camper yeah. how about that because it's that catchy and, and it really really works so so you wanted to get out of the office work, and, and you are literally, like, you have a background in food, right? Not really, actually. I'm, I'm from the beauty field. I, I worked in hair and makeup for years, and um, massage therapist. I did that for about 10 years. So not really. I haven't been in the food business. It's kind of the vegan thing. Mm-hmm. The vegan thing is what changed everything for me. I, um, I had to learn how to cook that way because I, I got sick. And I had to change the way that I eat. So so let's get some background on that a little bit, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, the, they're looking at their lives and how they're living it and what they're eating. And, and a lot of people just don't know how to eat well. Yeah. You know, they really don't know. And, and it seems for a lot of people hard to go vegetarian or vegan. It seems like a, mm-hmm. something that's labor intensive it it doesn't to them they're like but i won't i won't enjoy what i'm eating which when i eat what you make i enjoy every bite of it and if and i think if i if i could do that in my own home i would probably be vegan as well and that's why i did it i I wanted to have normal food because i missed all of the things that i had eaten before you know before i went vegan and so that was my mission is to try to recreate the things that I had before and veganize them so people can see that it yeah you know, but it's, girl there's it's not a, just salads yeah no, it's not just salads it's mm-hmm. not because I don't I don't I I really don't know how you do it because like I love the hot tamale thing that mm-hmm. you make and I'm like this actually tastes like 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 I'm eating a tamale or Mexican <laughs> food and I'm like how do you do it mm-hmm. and then you do other things too you have a meatball sub yeah that to me is better than a meatball sub that Beats I've had. Meatballs. Yeah, yeah it's really, really good. But I mean, did it take you a while to figure out how to make these things I did, integrate? That I way? did go to training. I had I went to um, chef school to learn how to cook vegan. I mean, that was really. Uh, I, I felt like I needed just a little bit more because I had researched and, and figured out how to do all this on my own, pretty much. And then we started talking about hey, maybe we can have a food truck. And so I wanted to get some more official training so that right. I could, you know, know a little bit more about, um, you know, deeper so that I could learn how to make the mayos and all the sauces and, yeah. you know, the crackers and, and just different things like that. Well, I think it's a movement that we're really going to start seeing, like, take off. Um, mm. I, I, I do think, you know, for me, when I eat meat now, it's more... Um, I guess what I'm accustomed to, it's easier. Um, but 
the more I learn about the environment and the health of our environment and how we can really make a difference to our world and our environment, as changing our diet on a global scale is a huge part of that. I mean, it's huge. Mm -hmm. So, so we, you know, my husband is a huge, you know, meat guy, meat guy, but, but even he now is like, you know, if I'm like, let's, let's just do a vegetarian meal tonight or something. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So I think if, if people just start to slowly integrate, like let's, let's go meatless for one day, you know, one day a week, let's dedicate ourselves to seeing how we can find a way to enjoy our food. And then I think when they start to find that satisfaction and then they can find a way to, um, that it's not a hassle for them. I think the switch can be made to where we're all doing more of that. And I want to do more of that. Sure. And I That's why we brought it here so yeah. people around here could because it is so rare in the south to find that. I was about mm-hmm. to hit on that. It is mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're in the land of good old people, good old meat boys and, and meat and potatoes <laughs> and you know, I want my steak rare and and you know, all that sort of sure. thing, but I wish you had <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> a question I have. It takes time. Yeah. All right, Leah, so go ahead. I was just going to say, what's the next thing? Uh, is there something? Is yeah. there a desire, a dream? The next thing like, is yeah. being in a Brick brewery. Brick and more. Yeah. We have okay. a, a buddy that's building a brewery downtown on the square. It's the old jazz factory. It was Rush Night Club. It's right uh, on Northside Square. It's going to be a, a gastro pub, social exchange. It's going to have a coffee shop. It's going to have a... a huge brewery inside and it'll have hippie camper and then it'll also have like a champagne taco kitchen that's gonna have pizzas and tacos and stuff champagne tacos (laughs) champagne on draft so it's kind of it's gonna be be awesome but they've been working on it for two and a half years and i've been involved in the process and the plan has always been to be in there have menu items a juice bar uh and that'll be our kitchen for the food truck because you have to have a kitchen to you know prep out of that's right and all that stuff Yes, and also you could do cooking classes. Too. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. that's so much is coming. Uh, me yeah. and Leo would be there. We could <laughs> totally do Yay. cooking classes. But that's just phase two is the brewery. So we have yeah. we have bigger plans for the you know long term. But that's that's the next, the next step. step. Yeah, until well, we do our own brick and mortar yeah, or right. kitchen or market or whatever. But you know the way you guys are planning it. I mean. Trust me, brick and mortars are a lot of work. <laughs> They're expensive. That's why we They're, didn't get into it. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, we we can we can attest to that. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into that. So if you can, you know, spread your love of what you're doing, piggybacking and having your yeah. your camper, then hey, we got a good thing going. It's you it's got going, a great yeah, thing going. It's, it's great because we don't have to have our restaurant open at a certain time and close. And we, you can take it where you want it. The camper, yeah. We yeah. can make our own schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really uh, and do. that's amazing. And you can touch different places because mm-hmm. you know how people are. They're sort of secular. We are. You know, we mainly eat downtown. We're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you mm-hmm. want to go to Madison? <laughs> not going to Madison? <laughs> right. It's so far away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can like pack up your kitchen, pack, you know, cook your stuff, pack it up, and you could really like hit a lot of different yeah. things. So. Yeah. You never know. Maybe there's more campers in the future too. Could be. That could maybe be. an airstream. Yeah. Ooh. I'm down with an airstream. Yeah. yeah. That cool. would be really awesome. That's definitely been a thought. Cool. So I do want to back up just a second. So we were talking about your story mm-hmm. and how this sort of came to be, and, and you mentioned that you were sick. Yes, I um, I got sick. I had skin cancer on my leg, and um, it started the whole process for me. I didn't want to 
go through any lengthy, you know, procedures and, and be cut on. And and in the process, I found out that I had some damage to my liver and I had found, uh, you know, some other things that I, I just needed to work on my body and clean my body. And so I, I dove into research and I started trying to figure out what I need to do. And I really didn't want to take the, the route that everybody yeah. I knew had taken, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to research and find what will, you know, hopefully heal my right. body. Right. And so that's what I did. I found veganism, and I dove into it wholeheartedly, and I actually went fruitarian for a year. I ate nothing but fruit, and I think that was what I personally needed. I don't know that that's for everyone, but I needed to clean my body from years of abuse of you know, processed foods and just not eating right. So I did that. And within six months, the doctors couldn't find anything wrong with me, any problem with my skin or my liver. Isn't that wild? So your your diet before then was just like a regular diet. It was the standard American diet. Yeah. It was just fast food. I, you know, I mean, I don't eat poorly. I mean, we eat quality food for sure. And we we try to limit the processed things as much as possible. But I don't think people really realize the impact of what you put in your body. I mean, and to me, that's amazing that people don't really get it because it's your fuel, right? I mean, it is everything. Yeah, but people don't, they really, really don't get it. And and I think what you're both of you are doing here is, is a service. Because you're giving people an opportunity to, to try something different, yeah. and and if we could just get them to like, oh, go try that just meat, try. that beet ball stuff, <laughs> you know, go for it, and 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 I think if they didn't know what it was and they just ate it, they'd be like, mm-hmm. and then you tell them, yeah, and then you tell them, and they're like, oh, really? <laughs> but I think we there's something there's a there's a there's a lot going on in the world right now where people's collectives are changing and and we're starting to wake up and realize things but i think we really need to be more mindful of what we're eating and the quality of the food we're eating absolutely and that's one of the things why we wanted to bring the juices in i mean juices are there's not many around town right now and Mm -hmm. this donnie that i lived on for probably three months really <laughs> it's one of our we all of our juices are named after ninja turtles this just happens to be the donnie <laughs> all right that's an insider right. thing that yes. all of you may not have known about all right so do you have a leonardo and all that that we have all the other ones too we have the shredder we have donnie mikey uh raffi uh, oh wow oh yeah it's cool yeah so this one is grape, pineapple, apple, and ginger. Yeah, the grape. Nobody makes a grape juice. Nobody, nobody has why. a grape juice. I don't know. We love it. Probably because of the plucking. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's a little brutal. more labor intensive. It's very brutal. Yeah. Okay. Well, all of the ingredients are really good. I love your juices. I have them every Thank time. You. Every time yeah. I come. So the the mother and son thing. I know yeah. that you were getting out of your thing, but I mean. I have boys, you know, I, I, I love them dearly. I'm not sure I'd want to go into business with them, however. <laughs> however, but this seems to work really well for the two it's of you, working. right? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely, we have our, our ups and downs, but, you know. But ultimately, you would with anyone. You would. Ultimately, we were, we're working for the same goal. We want to, you know, sell our food and, and help people see a different way. And, and uh, you know, we, we just have the same goal in mind. And now, we both had like a crossroads too. 
in our lives right. where exactly. it kind of just yeah. is perfect timing. Well, I think it's oh great gosh. that it's a family thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it even makes that mutual investment bigger, right? Because you are working together right. for, for both yourselves and, and, yeah. and a common goal. And, and there's less conflict. Really, believe mm-hmm. it or not, there's less conflict because I've had business partners that aren't family. And that gets even more complicated, you know? So I think you guys got a really good thing. So Garrett, do you also do the cooking as well? I do uh, some of the cooking, yeah, yes. I mean, I, I didn't come up with any of the recipes or anything, <laughs> but uh, like the hot tamale, the cheese mm-hmm. grits were my cheese grits I made at home and everybody loved them. And so they're we're great. like, we gotta do something yeah. with these. Yeah, and they're great. Hot tamale's the number one seller. So. Yeah. I feel like I contributed somewhat in the kitchen. Yeah, (laughs) I come up with ideas for the food. Like this is when I was eating meat, this is what I would want it to taste like. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. You're vegan now as well. I am mostly vegan. Mostly vegan. Okay. I had some uh, Halloween candy, so I I consider that a cheating because it does have dairy. Well, you're really good then. (laughs) (laughs) Because they had a little milk and stuff in there. Gotcha. Have you noticed a huge change in your body and your overall feeling and everything since? Definitely. Uh, Actually, when I was younger, I had a lot of skin problems, and I didn't know the doctors kept telling me that it wasn't what I ate. Take this pill, this cream. I I tried so many different things, and I finally woke up and was like, what you put in is what comes out. So it's the food that comes in that makes... Right. Skin problem. So once I cleaned out the, you know, I, I eliminated certain things. Then I got to determine that it was sugar and dairy. Sugar and, and dairy mm-hmm. are big ones. Yeah. Um, Doug went to the doctor last year, or maybe it was earlier this year, about joint pain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get rid of sugar and dairy. Absolutely. I mean, that was the first thing he said. Before we do anything else, get rid of sugar and dairy. Yeah. Now, he didn't have a huge problem getting rid of dairy, but he loves some sugar. So That's we, the hardest thing for vegans to it get, is. get rid it's of. Because it is vegan, so it's like, of right. course, oh, I can we're going to cheat sugar. on that. alcohol, <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people, too, especially vegetarian, vegetarian people don't always have the best diet. Oh, oh no. Jesus. I mean, like yeah, because they're, they're like, I can eat a bag of potato chips for dinner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, right. French fries. Yeah, not really. <laughs> um, so, you know, and I've known a few and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go vegetarian. I'm going to lose all this weight. And then they're like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not working. And I'm yeah, like, you eat more cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just because it's not meat doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Eating Same healthy. with vegan, honestly. Vegan, yeah. there's, uh, it's not it's not as healthy as plant-based diets fully raw vegan is so there's there's different levels to it Mm -hmm. there's there's the the meat eater then there's the 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 vegetarian and the vegan then the the plant-based then the raw plant-based was that raw that's that's Mm -hmm. some she's a raw chef and i knew that wouldn't work here that's too scary so we were like let's just give us a few years right right maybe that'll be a branch so hippie camper will be a raw bar or something like that so i'm ready for that though so is that what you eat um not so much since the camper started but i was pretty much a raw vegan for about four years i mean okay i'm just trying to imagine like (laughs) do you just eat it raw or, or do you spice it up with something or pour some oils on There's it? There's lots of spices and herbs in it. The thing with raw vegan is we do a lot of dehydrating. And so you dehydrate. I, I always go for 95 in my dehydrator because it, it, it you don't want it to get over 119 is kind of the rule um, for for 
the raw. heat for so, raw. So if it gets too hot, then supposedly you lose nutrients. The right? enzyme starts starts to okay. deplete. So you want to keep it below one nineteen. As natural as possible. Yeah, as okay. natural, and it, it literally just lightly warms it. So I make lasagna, I make pizzas. I make crackers. I mean, I make all that good stuff raw. It's fascinating. I know it's really good stuff too. So I'm I'm trying to to introduce it, but it's expensive. It can be expensive um, yeah. to make all that and then not sell it. So sure, I, I, you know. I'm, well, when I think when I hear people say I'm, I, my diet's raw, I'm like, so you eat mm, an apple? Yeah. You know, you eat a <laughs> carrot. You know, I'm like, what what exactly does that mean? So. So it is flavorful. You just find a way yes. to make it have that alchemy to where you're eating that yes. that in its purest form, but but you there is a way to add that more enhancement. Absolutely, I guess yeah. pickling too. That's another thing. That I do like pickled things. Pickling. Yeah, I like. I I'm not a a radish girl, but I like pickled mm-hmm. radishes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird, mm-hmm. but you know, it's true. They say that that your taste buds do change in cycles, mm-hmm. and I think I'm at this this beginning of a new phase for for me because i'm starting to find earthy flavors tastier Mm -hmm. like the beets and the radishes Mm -hmm. and things like that whereas before i was like but you know now i'm like there's something there that that i feel like i need and i think when you feel like Mm -hmm. you need it your your mind and everything sort of responds to that yeah i believe that so I'm I'm finding there's this shift, and and then I'm, I can feel Doug looking at me right now, going, <laughs> "I'm not eating beets," but 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 I'll try those tacos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I had um like well I've noticed like in places we go there's more much there's at least a vegan option, and I think that's important. That's I mean I think like when you go to a bar there needs to be a non-alcoholic option. Right. When you go to a restaurant, there needs to be a vegan option because you're, if you're accommodating, people will come back. So I, mm-hmm. we were at a local restaurant, and they have these cauliflower tacos that are mm-hmm. absolutely to die for. And every time I go, I'm like, I, I want that. Yeah. It's not like I'm choosing that because it's, yeah. you know, it's healthier. I'm like, no, that that's exactly really what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, so. He hasn't yet tried them, but he's watched me devour them. So I've said, you know, once I start cooking more, when not when I have more time, I'm going to make those for him, and and he he, but he would enjoy them. No, I, I mean, wish I would have ordered them most of the time after I ordered the stuff I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> regrets, regrets, <laughs> regrets. But but you know, I am starting, and I I think I, I want people to start to notice, like when you sit down and you eat something. How do you feel afterwards? That's a huge part of it. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I've started to really pay more attention Mm -hmm. to that because, you know, like used to, we would go order a cheeseburger, you know, and and maybe a beer, which I have not. Yeah, anybody who knows me knows I have nothing against beer. (laughs) So, but but if you order a cheeseburger and beer, and let's say it's one o'clock, you need to go home and take a nap. Yeah. Or you're just going to go home and sit on your butt Mm -hmm. because you really don't have the energy to do anything else. So, when food doesn't give you energy, it's totally working against you because it is fuel. So it should give us energy. So I've noticed when I eat healthier and lighter, I feel like I want to go do things. I feel I feel that that surge of like. Imagine the long term effect, though. Yes. If you don't realize it, and then you do it your whole life, and then you get cancer or you get 
some kind of disease and then you you just take a pill imagine if you would have known that it was what you're putting in your body caused that problem right. mm-hmm. and you can kind of prevent it mm-hmm. right beforehand yeah so and that's what we were talking about when we opened the show today is people don't think about what they put in their body and to me you know, I do think about it. I may not always make the smartest choices. I may not, but I'm I'm mindfully. I am aware. Mm-hmm. I am mindfully saying, mm-hmm. I know what I'm eating, so I've made this choice. So you know, when I do decide on the days we we decide to eat meat or seafood or whatever it is, we really do try to make sure we're getting it from a sustainable humane source and all of those things because to me that's very very important um and even if you're going to pay more for it you know and i and i've done a few podcasts with hunters and things like Mm -hmm. that and and i have more respect for that than than i do a lot that should be the only way that it's done yeah if everybody had to kill their bacon before they ate it a lot less people we really wouldn't be eating that much bacon now (laughs) would we because they're kind of cute they are cute and they're incredibly smart. They really are. Um, so, you know, but, but, you know, real hunters, they have a code and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're serious about what they're doing. They but eat it all. Yes, they do. It all. Yeah. They do jerky and the whole thing. So I'm trying to be much more mindful of those things and not make those choices yeah. as often. So that's where what you guys are doing is coming into play. And I think it's so important that everybody really, Think about it. I mean, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I've thought about it, you know, and and I don't really feel good. I have joint pain. I have some digestive issues. My skin's kind of not what I would like for it to be. So if you could gradually start easing your way into this way of eating then and stick with it, give it some, what would you say like for people who who are thinking about this, should they go fully into it or should they take a little bit at a time? Uh, It's a transition. Yeah, it's definitely a transition. I mean, I know people that have just gone cold turkey and and I think that they miss it. Yeah. You know, they really miss it. I think just a gradual, just make one change. You know, and and see how it feels. See how your body. So feels. maybe have a meatless Monday. Change yeah. your creamer for your coffee. Yeah. Or, you know, yes. Don't use dairy. Just yes. milk. Little thing. Yeah. We've done so that. The oat stuff is the oats amazing. Oh, it's better it. than dairy. It's awesome. That's yeah. all I drink. And yeah, it tastes too. really good. And and we do the vegan cream cheese mm-hmm. and the vegan cheese and the vegan cheese is great. And we mm-hmm. do the the Beyond Burger and the mm-hmm. Impossible Burger and all that sort of thing. So we're 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 making mm-hmm. those efforts. Hopefully within, you know, a while we, we will maybe, it's okay, <laughs> maybe we'll be integrated over into Good. something um, that's much healthier for us. I could totally do it. I feel I could do it, but, you know, I, I'm not going to force my will sure. on who I live with. And then when we live together, it's it's kind of, you know, you, when you're cooking two different things, it's kind of, mm-hmm. but, but. You know, my partner's very open-minded to things, so there's ways we could ease our way into it. But for me right now, I'd be happy if we were um, doing kind of half and half and being very responsible with where we do the other half and how we go about it. Because it's not easy or cheap to eat meat responsibly. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. It's really not. Um, So, you know, I I just think if everybody would just start making little changes, like let's say Meatless Monday Mm -hmm. or... um, vegan Wednesdays or instead of you know something like that yeah. so they could try it come to hippie camper we'll come to the out. hippie camper and and, and really like give it. it like just 
try something on the menu and yeah, and and taste it and say, okay, how do I go about doing that? You need a cookbook. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you need yeah. to come up with a cookbook. Could you could that. sell it at the okay. camper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. Idea. I would buy it. Okay. So. For me, I have two favorite dishes that you guys do. It's it's the the hot tamale is one, and then the meatball sub. Because sometimes I just feel like two I need to sellers. dive yeah. into the meatball sub because there's just something about you know the feeling, messiness, yeah. the messiness, so and it's it's kind of comfort like food. Mm. Yeah. yeah, sheet cake. Of course, Doug likes the sheet cake. <laughs> sugar. <laughs> the sugar. But it is really, really good. Leah, what's your favorite? Do you have uh, one? The avocado toast. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. The jackfruit bar- barbecue. Yes. Yeah, you like the jackfruit. That's what we're I like that too. Yeah. And also the macaroni and cheese. Oh, That's what the wedding too. We're yeah. making yeah. that for the it's wedding this weekend. Favorite. Yeah. Everybody loves a mac and cheese. It's a good, Gabe, it's Gabe a good recipe. It. Yeah. There might be a, a vegan queso coming to the brewery, Ooh. which would be amazing. Yeah, that's that missing in town. So I is think. that with cashews? It is. Okay. See, I'm learning things. Yes, you are. We went uh, to dinner with a friend the other night, and he had that cashew. Um, it, it was like a hummus was mm-hmm. how he did it. It was a sriracha, cashew. Uh, mm-hmm. He yeah. put it in a, he boiled the, the cashews, Yeah. put them in a vitamin. We didn't yeah. know what we were and eating. That's how we do uh, made a dip. That's how we make the cheese and the milk. Yeah. yeah. You soak them to make them soft so it's yeah. creamy. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what was, we do. He buys his, like, already with the sriracha seasoning mm-hmm. on him. Oh, cool. And then that way he just dumps Great. it in there. Nice. Super yeah. simple Vitamixer, put mm-hmm. it in. And, and we, we didn't know what we were eating. We were oh, just, like, like, shoveling it in our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, you know, we look at, like, half the bowl's gone. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, it's cashew sriracha hummus or something. And I'm like, that's really good. And then I'm like, how much fat was in that? And then I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's all good fat, right? Right. The good fat. This is the good stuff. It's like avocados. Just eat all you want. It's the good stuff. But I think people need to realize you can have those good flavors another way. We just, I mean, this is kind of, y'all are at the, we're in Alabama, so it's bigger in other places. It's more widespread. We, we get things trickled down to us, but y'all are kind of like at the, cusp the cusp of it you know that's why we stayed here because we were gonna we wanted to take it somewhere else but Mm -hmm. it was so already i mean it was there already so why not bring it somewhere in our hometown Mm -hmm. i mean not really our hometown but where we ended up settling right Mm -hmm. and just keep it around you know Mm -hmm. our friends and our family and and grow it here and and see how that works well there's something to be said for putting a business somewhere where there's not another right right? i mean so like open a business for even in here you know for me with the yoga studio i saw need Mm -hmm. i saw need Mm -hmm. and it was a perfect time and and although yoga was here it wasn't here the way i wanted it to be here so with a little hard work and uh creativity you know we we did something that worked out really well. So I, I see that. you guys doing that too. But I see you guys like being all over, like just having the, you know, maybe more campers here, there and everywhere yeah. and having that mobility and and maybe even other breweries <laughs> and and growing and all that sort of thing. We've definitely thought about in the wintertime when we kind of do shut down and remodel our camper like we did last year of maybe taking it to Orange Beach or, you know, <gasps> taking it somewhere and kind of <laughs> doing it and just testing it. Like every winter, yeah. test a different spot on the beach and see if it hits yeah. there and then we can just, you know, have a whole nother camper mm-hmm. in that location. Cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of follow the sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. You guys could franchise. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely be great because 
in the South, there's not any, you know, consistent vegan option uh, as there is maybe, you know, in the West Coast or up North. So I think if we could have like a, a vegan fast food type drive-through scenario, I think that could be something that's possible in the future. Yeah, because we were just, you know, we generally go to the beach and I can't think of any, you know, like I said, again, you can go to restaurants and there may be a vegan option, but there's not one. Really? Yeah, raw and juicy. Yeah, the one in, in Seaside. Uh-huh. Yeah, that I got a lot of inspiration from her. She closed up. She's now in Alice Beach, but yeah, yeah I loved her camper. I, we drove all the way there just to look at it. I at know that point. place. Yeah, and I know it's where amazing. You're it's a little about. airstream. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool little. That's such a cool location, yeah. anyway. But but you know the whole that whole little area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. we, we would like, we tried to, we signed up for Bonnaroo this year. We'd like to do festivals and stuff like that, but mm. COVID kept us from that. <sighs> yeah, we want to travel. We want to do some things like that. Some, and you totally can. That's yeah. that's the beautiful thing about the camper. Yeah, and yeah we kind of feel free. We have this full-time job that's, you know, a lot of work, but it's also so much freedom because. Well, don't go too far yeah. and don't get too far away yeah. for too no, long. No, no, this is, this <laughs> is our home. Long. Yeah, yeah, because we, we, I mean, y'all are all we got basically around here so maybe you could you know keep a home you know right get your camper always have a home here here. yeah Yeah. we're always going to have a home here we're just glad we're going to be in the brewery so that people can see us every day if they want some of our food every day because like this week we're off so we get calls every day yeah we've been getting bombarded with calls so now we're you know hopefully in the next few weeks we'll be in there and you can get our food every Every day. day So are you training someone to to cook as well so you that so that it doesn't all fall on you the responsibility of that We do we have we have um, I have another girl in uh, Sierra she's in the kitchen with me she's an excellent chef she uh, she worked at a vegan restaurant in Colorado so okay. she's she's very knowledgeable She's vegan as well She's vegan okay. yes and then we have another girl that helps on the truck she helps Trina. in the kitchen yeah. sometimes Trina she's wonderful she's mm-hmm. Um, she's also vegan. So yeah, she's kind of like vegan. So, a vegan team. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because these people find us. The vegans seem to come to us and say, "I want to do this. I want to be, you know, I want to." They're work. passionate about yeah. the idea, right? Yeah. So we've been so lucky to find good people that that are already vegans that kind of have it. an idea of what to do and know how, how to, to talk to customers, mm-hmm. about right? It. Mm-hmm. And educate them right. on it too. Yeah. And and I think we all need to find a little more passion for it because, like I said, I you know there's. We need to do more of it, you know. Even if you're like, oh, one day a week. You know, I ha- I know this girl, and she's she's a special girl. She's she's so funny, and she's a great person. But she, through the week, she's vegan, mm-hmm. and on the weekends, whatever, <laughs> anything goes, yeah. right? But I'm like, that's interesting. That's kind of an interesting way to do it because yeah. she's like, you know, it's just hard for me to give it up altogether, but I can give it up for a majority of the time. Yeah. And and knowing her, probably eventually she'll just give it up altogether. But I'm like, okay. Well, as it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as it becomes easier, and and it's getting there because, like I said, now we have the you know other options. You know, you have the the meat that is meat like, mm-hmm. but it's not meat. Um, and and we will have people putting out these recipes that make it easier, you know, for for you to accomplish this at home. And if you start raising your children eating this way, they'll know they won't know any different, exactly. right? They won't know any different, and then we won't have you know the. 
the pollution and everything that the it's harder to unlearn it than, you know it is i grew up fast food and, and meat every day and every meal mm-hmm. yeah and, and it took me forever to just realize oh, oh yeah it's not needed. yeah we really don't yeah. need it in our bodies and, and the environment and it's just a whole corrupt system i think i we couldn't can dig deeper imagine like at me growing up I couldn't imagine sitting down at the dinner table, especially with my father, and there not being meat on the table. Oh, I mean, my mom would have been scolded, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some like, people get angry about it. They want, they think that it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. We've had customers say, there's no meat here, I'll, I'll, I won't eat it. Yeah. I mean, there, some people are mean about it. Well, you rock on then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, go on somewhere else. There's were meat you, on both sides of us. <laughs> yeah. Garrett, were you resistant at first? Resistant? I was, definitely. I was. Uh, I didn't want to believe it because it was hard. It was something that I wasn't used to and out of my lane. And, and I just wasn't sure about it. But as I you know, incorporated it and started to do my research and, and think about it, just you know, open my eyes and realized that it was doing me damage and imagine what it was going to do long term and i'd yeah. rather avoid that now while i have the, i'm young and i have time to you know but i want to point out to everybody listening to that you know yes if you if you eat meat every single day and and your body but your body can repair itself if you start mm-hmm. to treat it correctly right absolutely so it's never it, too late because never. there's probably people listening like that are in their 50s or beyond and they're like well i've been eating meat my whole life you know i've I'm no point still. yeah <laughs> no point in me giving it up now but let me ask you some questions do your knees hurt do you have digestive health issues? Do you take any medications? Do you take medications? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is Do you have high blood pressure? Is your cholesterol high? Is your skin murky? I mean, there's all sorts of questions you could start to ask yourself that, and you're taking all these meds for, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe if you just, and I'm not telling you to stop taking your meds, talk mm-hmm. to your doctor, but maybe if you really start to change your diet and to me that's a fundamental thing place to start right Mm -hmm. it's very fundamental it's what you put in your body so if you start to okay i'm going to start eating really healthy i'm going to bring fruits and vegetables those are going to be the priority for me in my diet and everything else can kind of branch off from that your grains and all those other things but fruits and vegetables right that's your base of what you build your your menu on absolutely um and then and stick with it you know, set yourself a goal. I'm going to do this for this. And it's got to be a realistic goal. If you want to see change in your body, it's not going to happen in a week, right? right? So set a realistic time frame and and start to, you know, we talk about journal, start to talk about the differences you see in your body. I think you can pretty much, no matter how old you are, start to correct, correct things. Yeah, it's all reversible. Yeah. You have to give it time too. You can't just go to Burger King and get an impossible Whopper and say, right. oh my God, I didn't part. Which by the way, be careful with that too. <laughs> right. Be yeah. careful with that too because the sodium content and all is those other things and, yes. is is off the charts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't go, I ate that impossible Like I said earlier, vegan doesn't mean healthy. It's right. just not meat. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, again, you have to look at what you're doing. But if, if you... I say try it. What what do you have to lose? Exactly. What do you have to lose, right? Because you can flavor. And that's the thing that I find incredible about how you guys do your food, the flavor. Mm-hmm. You're not missing an ounce of flavor. It's it's truly, truly awesome food. Thank you. Good, thanks. Good Thank stuff. Thank you so much. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. So is there anything else you guys want to add? Because I, I just... I, I'm very proud of y'all and what you're doing and what you're bringing to our community. 
And it's I want a passion. S- it's definitely a passion. You know, I really felt like I had a secret and I needed to share it with people. I need, you know, I healed myself I with no doctors. And yeah. brought her the opportunity yes, and we kind of just collided is. and it was like, a, yeah, he saw, here. he saw me heal. He saw mm-hmm. the difference in me eating the meat for 45 years of my life and then switch into plant-based and what he watched me heal so how long have you been how long have you made that switch how long has it been been six years six years and you you've managed to create this business that's that's (laughs) fast work lady that really is i mean to learn that kind of cooking and food and to do it so well and to start a business that's pretty quick work yeah it took us about two years to get it about two off years the ground to get it all talking about it and planning it and figuring it all out and, and making it actually come to life because it opened in april of 2019 but we we got started on it a year before that at least just the <clears throat> business plan and right. the funding and the the camper and the just the whole idea mm-hmm. concept cool. well y'all are doing a great job A wonderful job, and and we can't thank you enough. And guys, okay, so um, if people want to, if they're intrigued and they're like, I want to check out this food, how can they find you? Uh, You can go to our website, which is hippiecampsite.com. It's H-I-P-P-E-A-S-I-T-E.com. That will have our locations, our menu, our contact information. Uh, That'll also link you to our Instagram and our Facebook that has all of our locations. We post our schedule on a weekly basis uh, every Sunday or Monday for the week and uh, our menu usually right after that for the week for with pre-order link and uh, we we hit all the farmers markets around town uh, we do a lot of special events uh, health fairs and stuff like that for companies okay. uh, weddings and catering so we can we could pretty much do anything so just uh, my number is two five six five two zero eight one zero nine. Uh, you can call me right up and we can we can talk about an event or, you know, I can let you know where we're at. So uh, don't be shy. Awesome. Okay. And I will make sure when we post this that we have all the hashtags and everything cool. and the links and everything so people can find you. Um, and don't don't get too big that you leave Huntsville. So we need to always have you all around <laughs> here um, and keep on. Keep on keeping on. Keep Thank the you. hippie camper going, and let's, you, let's let's have more of them. And yeah. and uh, when you guys get in the new location, we're gonna we'll yeah. be there because again, there's beer there too. So it's not far from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can walk. It's there. within walking distance. We'll be good. And you know, I'll eat that light food, and that beer won't weigh me down so much, so I can walk right back home. Right? It'll I'll be good. Um, people from Huntsville support local. If you're not from Huntsville, you know, um, if you're ever in the area, we're a pretty uh, transient town. We have a lot of people in and out of here. Look up the Hippie Camper. See if you can uh, find them and come try their food. And that's about it for us today. Thank you Thank guys you. so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we're you. out. <laughs>